The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era, and it's the most magical day of the year for us horse aficionados. It's Kentucky Derby Day. Um, I'm just sipping on this here on Mount Julep, and I want to watch the ponies run. Not, okay, wait. <laughs> Where did that? You melted at the end. It's like a southern gentleman whose face melted through. I was, I, but that's how I earned my horse race. I said, I said, I said, boy, boy, I'm my face is falling off. I'm the owner of a, I'm a what they call a acid magnate. <laughs> mm. I love the way the mint leaves. You gotta filter them out with your teeth. I actually hate that. That's why I can't drink juleps. It's like, I'm hey, hoping- do you want to work while you drink? I'm hoping I can get through the entire race without my action winding down because I'm TikTok. <laughs> That's good. A good joke tip for everybody is if you name what you're referencing when you reference it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's Comedy 101. That's what they taught us at comedy school before we could do this podcast. I wanted Ooh. to tell you guys that I was looking at the horses, and there's one that I wanted to point out to you specifically, and it is my favorite name of a horse that is running in the Kentucky Derby, and here it is. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Orb. <laughs> you know Orb won. <laughs> I am Orb. Or Orb won the Kentucky Derby. Well, of orb. course, because the, he has the maximum <laughs> amount of space, the maximum efficiency of space used in a, geogra- a geometric object. Well, he also has the most streamlined name. Right. You know, yeah, everybody gets- else has, like, those longs, like... You know, like a Stephen's left shoe or something, you know, and then it's just Orb. Yeah. What if Orb was a what if That's Orb why, yes. was a sentient yes. globe that insisted yes. he was a horse? Exactly. I am Orb. I am a horse like your earth horses. You must admit me to the race. I am you horse. Are not horse. I am horse. Do Please. not pay attention to how my horse legs don't touch the ground. I'm a hov- I am a hover horse. I'm horse. <laughs> please please enter oats into my oat deposit slot. <laughs> I am I am horse. I am not an orb. I am named orb. Provide it- me one one metric cube of of sweet glycerin and I shall tell your fortune. <laughs> <laughs> and also win your primitive horse race. Also, Nay. I need a jockey. If you, if you know of any jockeys, I do need one, please. <laughs> one with preferably a long, a, a, a really good wingspan I'm going to need because I'm spherical and 20 feet in <laughs> diameter. <laughs> you might need I, to paint him with some kind of glue, which I must, is ironic, I know. I must win your horse, your earth, earth horse race so I may make love to your earth horse women. <laughs> Uh, did you guys say your names? Because mine's Justin. Orb Nackley. is a very sexual being. 
I come from the advanced future of 5024. Everyone is a geometric shape, and everyone loves to party. <laughs> Please I, find me a horse that I will not crush to death. And make sure she's down. Make sure she's down to clown with a sex ball. Because Orb is also only about consensual sex. <laughs> Um, Orb knows that real men take no for an answer. Travis. Uh-huh. You want to say your name? I'm Travis. I'm Griffin. Um, I, I, were there any other hits? It's because I watched part of the Derby uh, yesterday, and I don't remember seeing anything that really... Usually you'll get a... Well, I, my favorite part was when Cube just sat there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Cube. That's a terrible horse. Cube um, bad. Yes, Cube, you are bad. Cube not fast. <laughs> Cube not go good. <laughs> Cube need a push. Horse, other horse pull Cube? No. <laughs> no. Let's help people. What do you think? Okay. I guess we can help. do that. I'm ready to help. Uh, last week, I asked a close friend, girlfriend of a friend. Oh, Jesus. You can do that. <laughs> Cube bad at reading. Cube <laughs> bad. Cube yes, bad. Cube is bad. Last week, I asked a close girlfriend of a year and a half out on a date. I'm a dude, BT dubs. She said no. Meanwhile, in the week since my rejection, I have developed feelings for her best friend. Oops. My question is this. <laughs> is it too soon to pursue a relationship with her bestie? And that's betwixt in Bristol. I uh, love starting off the episode with, with these easy lobs. This easy lob. Uh, no. Definitely. Whoa. Hold what? on. Justin. Of what? course it's too soon. Too soon for what? Here's here's why. She he, she turned him down. Let Which me convince feelings you. feelings is he worried about? Let me convince you. It's not okay. about feelings. It's Nothing's about, about feelings. No, it's, it's not about feelings. Cube doesn't have feelings. It's about, like, if, okay, so you ask out her friend, she says no, and then you ask her out, it doesn't look good. Yeah. It, it makes you look insincere, is my worry. It makes you look like you're going. Well, I'm just gonna keep asking everyone out till they say yes. I was gonna, I was gonna ask if you think her friend knows that she asked her out, but like, of course she does. Yeah, that's that's. So ridiculous. I think that's the problem. I think you come across as just like, oh, okay, not you. Well, what about you? And that that's not a good way to start a relationship. Gosh, you know that's a weird. I, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that sort of like shift happening. Nobody's ever turned Justin down for a day. It's never yeah, happened. God no. I've never been to. Well. A dozen times, but like not like. <laughs> it hasn't not like happened. seriously. That hasn't happened once. It's happened many, many more times. <laughs> many than once. once. Many onces that have a made... baker's dozen of onces. Uh, um, yeah, it's true. It's once uh, I get this baby weight off, I'm gonna be out there though. I'm gonna be. <laughs> and you watch. Oof. Um, I think I think I think you got a point, Trav. I think that this person is not going to be able to. Divorce the fact that you literally just asked out their best friend. Like, it's it's just, it's probably not going to go well. Also, you need to take a, a long look in that deep, dark, truthful mirror and figure out, did you just meet this best friend and that's why you developed feelings for mm-hmm. her? Or was it the person that you wanted turned you down? And so, like, maybe if they accuse you of just wanting sloppy seconds, maybe they're not too far off base if you got a no from somebody and immediately look to your right and we're like, well, you then. But, but, okay, yeah, okay but isn't there it is that, an unless. Isn't that contrary to sort of what we tell people who 
put too much emphasis on asking someone out on a date? Like, doesn't that sort of... Um, he didn't say that, though. He said he developed feelings for that person, which is like... I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to do literally in the week since her friend turns you down. Like, yeah, it really does. Here's the unless what's the unless unless she also has feelings for you and you've, you know, like the whole thing with the best friend was, see, that is what I was like. And you just met her. Yeah. I, when I, when I read the question, I envisioned sort of like a, um, her friend in the glasses was there the entire time mm-hmm. helping you to write love notes, and then yeah. you didn't see what but was right impo- in front of you. But the thing is, the only person that could answer that is you. You think the only person who could answer that is me? Travis, how would I have no. any insight into this? No, Justin, they no, Justin the, the royal you. <laughs> the royal you. Or yeah, also capital or, Y-O-U. Orb could probably shed some light on the situation. <laughs> Orb things go for it. No, no this, this really is some Midsummer Night's Dream shit. This is some, I, I think what this person needs to do is get both of these women together. Go in the forest, get a little pixie juice up in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. And then one of them will turn into a goat. And then, Have you seen Midsummer Night's Dream? It's been a while. The, yes, huh? I've okay. seen the fucking, yeah, Travis, I saw the Shakespeare production that you guys did. Of course I did. That was a special day for me. Anyway, one of you turns into a goat and the ghost... <laughs> A ghost haunts you, mm-hmm. and then... There's Stanley Tucci, watch out! But it's like a modern remake, so, like, it's got that sort of Baz Luhrmann touch mm-hmm. to it. Um, the original was a remake by Baz Luhrmann. Him and J- Billy Shakespeare were best friends, I don't know if you guys knew mm-hmm. that. Baz Luhrmann is 50,000 years old. He's clean been- living. <laughs> clean living. Clean living. Clean living and regularly just expelling his artistic juices. That helps mm-hmm. him to decompress and continue mm-hmm. to live. Yeah. You guys want a Yahoo? Yeah, please. This Yahoo was sent in by Marina Baker. Thank you, Marina. We really should have done this at the beginning of the show. It's from Yahoo Answers User 123 who asks, My mom got me a pony, but I didn't want one. I already mm. told her before a million times that I don't want a pony. I've never wanted a pony, and I don't know why some girls are so obsessed with the thought of having them. And even then, only little kids like ponies. I'm 13 for fuck's sake. It doesn't say fuck. Um, I could have gotten so many other things for the amount of money she spent on that effing pony. It's just because she wanted a pony as a kid, so it's her present for herself. Wow, what a fucking great birthday. It's boring, and I don't know what to do with it. Even a real horse would have been better. But still, a goddamn waste of time and money. How do I get her to bring that piece of S back? I don't want it. F. Does she know that, like, a pony will become horse? <laughs> Given infinite amount of time and oats, horse do be- pony do become horse. Right. Pony be horse. Pony be horsing. Ponies be horsing. Ponies be horses. That was actually one of my professors in college. Dr. Ponies be horsing. <laughs> um, man, I... What kind of lack of imagination does this does this young <laughs> What do man, I even do with this? What do everything. I do with this? You can do anything with it. Dress him up. Take Be him a sheriff. The, take him into the woods and go on an adventure with him. Reenact the first scene from Walking Dead. Yeah. Well not the part well, where Well, okay, not that yeah, not that not he that. Gets a fist you could pretend like you're um like a Kentucky lawman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can play Little Justified. Dress him like fun. a horse and dress him like a dog and then walk him in the park. 
That was just fun. really fuck with people. Just really mess with people. Also, like, okay, from a functional standpoint, it, we I think we've covered the fact that there's infinite things you can do with a, a small horse. Hopefully, we've di- with this vertical slice Hopefully. of horse possibilities, we've demonstrated that. But uh, think of it also as a status symbol. Here's what you do: you call your friends over and say, "Check out this." Fucking small horse I got. Do you or got one of call these? your friends over and be like, I got a new Xbox game. And they're like, is that a horse in your backyard? And be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But check this out. Yeah. <laughs> check out my Tony Hawk jump. Tony, is that, Do they still make Tony Hawk? No, Tony Hawk's just there. Her, her mom buys her a lot of shit. <laughs> sure. She bought me a young Tony Hawk. I hate it. It's boring. And I don't know It'll what to do with it. It'll never be able to do the 900. It will. It just will wait. someday. It's some kid shit. Just feed it some oats. I can't believe that the, even I... I don't got place for a horse in my house. It would just eat up the herb garden. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I would still be kind of psyched to have one. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, a horse does seem like one of those things that I would be psyched to have for like a week. And then the reality of the situation would sink in. And I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, I can't do. I don't know where to keep this. Are there places? There are places. Like people run places to put horses, right? Nope. Oh. <laughs> No, no they no. haven't invented that yet? Nah, no. too bad. That's a good idea. You should kickstart that. Thank you. You should kickstart it. Can you think so, of really quick off the top of your head what you would call uh, it? Uh, horse homes. No. Horse homes. Horse homes. Hoof in. And, but H- hoof in, in and it's yeah. I-N-N. Right, exactly. I'm not sure. No, mine was better. I'm not sure a business like that would be stable, Trav. <gasps> oh, Christ. See what we did? I did see it. <laughs> It's you can't, bo- you can't it, unsee it now. <laughs> this, With the arrow in the FedEx logo. I usually, I like to stay away from derogative terms that people use for women. But I'm going to have to bust it out in this instance. Because this, this young lady is being a real fussy hussy. <laughs> oh, and man. I just don't see any other way around it. Can but you call it that? out like I see it? I guess She I is being kind of a fussy hussy. What kind of person, when given a horse by their parents, no matter what age you are, goes, oh, fuck you, mom. No, I get, I get it. This mom's pulling this shit all the time. She buys her, like, a, a the the Linda Ronstadt record that she mm, didn't get. Here's a, a signed David Cassidy poster. Exactly, exactly. And she's not thinking about how the fact that she wants, she wants like, backstage passes to see Neo or Drake. Mm-hmm. She, this seem, You know what this seems like? I bet you that this situation could really be mended with a little Freaky Friday magic. <gasps> oh, man. But then what if the mom's like, no, this is great. That's what I I'm saying. Wanna, I don't want to switch back. Freaky Friday magic it. This this girl is obviously, she she hates her childish things. She She's 13 for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? She wants to be, if she was 41, all the better. And the mom would be like, cool, I'll take your kid body. I'll now take, that I'm, yeah, now I'll that take I'm 32, I can attest to the fact that any Freaky Friday situation that I was in would not culminate with me trying to find a gypsy to reverse the spell. It would culminate in me buying a bus ticket and getting the hell away from whatever could reverse this because, oh my god, I have it back again. Whatever this was, I have it. the gift, the inner, the life, the vibrance. That's what you don't see is the kid trapped in the 42-year-old body going, everything hurts and I gotta pee all the time and I'm sad for no reason. And the adult and the kid body being like, fuck y'all. I'm out. I'm gonna gonna go flip it. We're gonna Table. bounce. 
I'm gonna go burn a truck down or something. I'm so <laughs> vibrant and full of life. And the the kid in the adult body is like, why am I gleaning satisfaction from a clean house? What has <laughs> happened to me? Good night, sleep. You say yes, please. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I gotta turn in. I'll take your fucking pony. <laughs> I'll take your fucking pony. pony. You're ungrateful. Are there any Yahoo Answers people volunteering to take the pony off their hands? Because that's what someone on Yahoo Answers really needs is pony access. Poor uh, Morbert Altison says, poor pony, frown face. I'm sure it doesn't feel that way about you. Try being friends with it. (laughs) You don't think it's mutual? For one moment, the horse goes, I wish you would just come out here. What you think that pony rolls up day one and the little girl's like, you are a waste of money. That pony's not going to be like, well, fuck you too, then. <laughs> you realize I'm fucking majestic, right? Right? Like, I'm the, I'm God's most majestic creature, and yes, my sum, my fee was a little exorbitant, but you you know what I mean? You just got to spend money to make ponies. I you can't, can't make an omelet without breaking a few ponies. Exactly. I can't imagine that, like, a horse that isn't going to get ridden all the time isn't kind of jazzed about that because yeah. the horse will still get fed oats and right. that's all horses care about so the horse could keep living its life and it's like if there was a, such a thing as a sentient backpack full of concrete that i had to wear from time to time i would not want to be buds with it <laughs> yeah. like i would not i would not have it look into my charcoal dead eyes and my four beautiful powerful legs and and if it looked at me and didn't think like, oh, I'm going to climb on your back and be really heavy and try to let you try to break your spirit, like break you. That's the terminology people use for horses, you know? Yeah. You break him. Yeah. Like, um, I, some, I think the pony's going to like him from afar. One of the Yahoo Answers users said, uh, tell your mom quick you don't want it and you want her to take it back. Can you imagine that pony store? Like seeing her walk up with the pony, and she's like, "Yeah, she wanted to return it." This and they're like, "A non-starter." She, she wants. She wants to. She want. I don't under. I don't even understand what you're saying. This child didn't want the pony. We don't have. Hey, Dale, do we have a return policy? We don't. We never. We never pinned one. Because this is uh, this is fucking unthinkable. Let me call HQ. No, okay. I called Pony HQ. This has never happened. This in is the literally the first time. I guess you can have your money back, but it's it's a used now. We're just gonna shoot it. <laughs> it's already formed the bond with your Once child. Once it's imprinted, like we can't give it to someone else. She's just gonna keep showing up in your backyard, right? And, and, and especially when your daughter has her life threatened because uh-huh. the pony has a life debt now to your daughter. So um, of course she's gonna be there when she's in danger, right? Oh God, no! I think you can reverse a pony imprint. I think if I went up to this pony with. Ah, teaspoon of sugar. He'd be like, "Oh, you're my. I guess I'm yours now." <laughs> oh, peanut butter, life peanut debt, butter? life, life debt's on you. <laughs> I'm a sophomore in college, and I'm not having any fun because I have no friends. I have the opportunity to transfer to a school where I already know people. The problem is, all my credits won't transfer. If I stay where I am, I will be able to graduate in a year. But if I leave, I have to stay two more years. Do you guys think I should go and have fun or stay and graduate early? Friendless in Philly. Friendless in Philly, wait, please stop. Don't, please, please don't graduate college. Please. Yeah, you got to transfer. You got to get over. You actually just keep transferring. Just transfer as many times as you can, Van Wilder. Just don't leave. Please don't leave college. Please. Here's the thing. 
I didn't learn shit in college. I didn't. Sorry, Dad. But I didn't. <laughs> but what I did learn is how to how to fucking party. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's that's real. That's legit. Those life experiences. That's not just Van Wilder movie magic. It's legit and it happens and you got to be a part of it. Hey, I want to uh I want to offer you a secondary theory, maybe just something to keep in mind uh when you go to your new school because you have to go to a new school. Trust me, please don't ever leave college. Uh, but I would say that to someone in elementary school or middle school or high school either, and I don't think those are great life choices either to try to stay in those, but <laughs> there you go. Um, I Can't think do scissors, Teach. Gotta if, stick around another year. <laughs> multi- <laughs> two plus two eh, equals four. No problem. Day one. Got it. What you got? What else you got? Uh, I, I um, It sounds to me, if, unless my math is off, that you are talking about how you're going to graduate college in three years. I would posit the theory that maybe you might be having more fun and have more friends if you weren't taking like an insane course load like because it sounds like you're trying to jam a lot of college into three years oh i see what you're saying am i doing the math wrong they said they're a sophomore sophomore, they're gonna graduate in a year like yeah yeah, i i wouldn't think you'd have much time for friends really it's not like you're saying you're gonna be there for five or six years you're gonna be there like the normal four yeah. I mean, that's normal if you're going for, you know, like a, a normal bachelor's yeah. degree. Yeah, if you d- if you didn't do it in four years, then you're not, you're abnormal. Is it, Travis is basically saying you're an idiot monster creep if you didn't Listen, do it normal is such a flexible term. Uh, right. Well, well, let's just, know, let's just raise our hands. Let's just do a really quick round the well, because I, I know for certain, but it's just, you know, it's just for the radio audience that everybody on the podcast did it, did it in four, so... Mm-hmm. Um, just well, the, just what, getting that what? fact out there and well, just putting it out there for everybody. Well, though. well, well. You know, I think shorter than four is weird, mm. but longer than four, I feel like that is not an uncommon situation that people find themselves in when they fail. Spanish. Oh, you mean like? Yeah, I'm sorry. Of course, Justin. I feel, I God, how silly of me. Uh, yeah, if you go back for like your post grad, for like your yeah, master's, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. you end up in college for five years and you're not even sure about Do you why. You mean like because you took a year off to like really find? Oh yourself yeah, yeah. And, like, or maybe travel? you did like a you know an apprenticeship somewhere. Maybe, I guess it's maybe okay. What if you did take a year off, but you kind of spursed it out through several <laughs> afternoons over the course. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the course of three years. I took a year off. <laughs> let's yeah, let's go with that. That sounds good. That sounds real. Uh, yeah, I was in college for five years because I failed Spanish. I don't really want to delve too deep into that. I don't care. I don't Can know. you speak Spanish now? See, <laughs> which is the grade you got in the class the second. <laughs> Um, I actually, this is, I, I don't know if I've told this particular anecdote before, but I walked in to my fourth, like the fourth Spanish class and I had not done well in any of my Spanish classes and I had to have this to graduate because of some sort of, you know, effort to up. make yeah. students more multicultural. Uh, and I, I walked in the fourth class and the man spoke nothing but Spanish and he would make homework assignments in Spanish. So of course I didn't do them. I don't speak Spanish. Right. 
So I failed it, and then I had to, I retook a, a a Spanish class that was more like culture, and that worked out a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to learn how to make microwave nachos. <laughs> um, uh, let's go to the money zone. I guess. About our first sponsor this week. Our first sponsor this week is a a Kickstarter for a full length motion picture comedy motion picture. It's okay. called The Origins of Wit and Humor. Uh, it's by Chicago's Dime Store Films. You can visit originsofwitandhumor.com for all the information about it. Uh, here here is their their message. I will I will read their pitch verbatim. It's a comedy about the neediness of comedy and trying to let sincerity overcome our reflex to joke. What else? Insecurities? You betcha. Magical realism and eccentric characters? Oh, it gets freaky. At originsofwitandhumor.com, you'll find our Kickstarter page, a trailer for the film, and slick incentives, some that allow you to collaborate on the film. With a similar comic flavor to Mabim Bam and their own Bob Ball's smooth mouth tones in the trailer, it'll be a treat from Mabim Bam Bim Mabim Bam. Man, what the fuck? My bim bam maniacs. My bim bam. <laughs> Thank you. So go check it out. Go to originsofwitandhumor.com. Um, and listen I to, am, just as listen we to speak, Bob Ball. I have just kick-started this project. So um, everybody else better step on up. What's their goal? What are they asking for? What they want to get to is... Uh, what, they, what they want to reach is... Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen. Jeez, that's Sorry. nothing. No, you like sneeze and fifteen thousand dollars comes out your butt. Seventeen. 17 well, that's come on, guys. You okay, fucking wait. greedy pigs. Uh, they want two thousand of that is to pay Bob Ball. Right. <laughs> right now they're five point six thousand dollars, and I think that we can do this. We have twenty six <laughs> days, and we willed the us the Mabimbam Binos willed into existence soap that stacks in on itself. Mm. I think still using can, it, still using it, still still rolling with it. I think that we can will this film into existence. Make sure when you make the movie, if we get this funded, I want them to agree to put someone in a "My Brother, My Brother, Me" T-shirt um, in the movie. You are and also. I want to be upfront. We will not supply the T-shirt. No. <laughs> you will buy the T-shirt. When did you guys get so crass? When did you guys turn into these be crass? Crass promotion. You're just walking billboards at this point. Like I used to do it for the love of the game. Now you guys are all just like put this put this button on that baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. You know what? Speaking of disgusting. Speaking now. <laughs> no, I have bad news. But tell me. Fanny time is over. What? Fanny time is over. Fanny time is over. Are you telling me fanny time has been compromised? Fanny time has been compromised. No. You. F- Fucking god! No, this is good news because that was the weakest of all of the secret codes that we've come up with. I mean, it is. You're right. Can we talk about what Fanny Time? Can we set up the Fanny the Time used to better? save you twenty percent at ExtremeRestraints.com, your home for a paddle that says "slut" on it, mm-hmm. and many other adult super toys. No, sorry, I messed that up. It's a super stir for adult toys. The tall, the toys themselves. I mean, some are super, but they are not supernatural. Uh, although you would have to have some supernatural holes to get some of these things into you. It's a uh, superstore for super toys for super people. <laughs> there you go. Su- supernatural holes 
is the porn spoof of the TV show Supernatural, which seems, it is not the most creative. It, it's title. really lazy, actually. Supernatural fucking. <laughs> Supernatural Holes is actually the slash fig for Supernatural and the film Holes. Have you guys seen Batman sex? <laughs> it's a Batman porn spoof, but it's just Batman having sex with people. I don't I don't really get it. I think they could have done more with it. From super kink to your more uh, conventional experiences, it's got everything you need to make your fucking super, super special. They have... No one has done as much to support the show, including... Uh, the people who are currently recording it as extremerestraints.com uh, and, and you should go there and get, just try something out, broaden your horizons, but we're gonna need to give you a new code. God damn it. Cause apparently our code fanny time was compromised. Is orb too short? Probably <laughs> is. And horse love is probably too crass. Sexual orb? Would that work? Is that? It's a little on the nose. Little on the nose. Can we go back to an old one? With no, that? I don't think no. so. Um, how about Sweet Dick McGee? How about just Sweet Dick? Sweet Dick. No. What's wrong with that? McGee and me. McGee kind of adds... <laughs> how about not a sex code is the password, because then it, it's uncrackable. It's got... You know what I mean? It's got that swordfish technology on top of it. <laughs> how about swordfish? Swordfish. Is, <laughs> swordfish I'm is cool with good. swordfish. All right, fuck it. Okay. Uh, we name we we selected a promo code based on our favorite John Travolta film. Uh, so and uh, that has to do with hacking. The most accurate, the most, most accurate, accurate depiction of hacking in a movie since Ghost Rider. So, uh, <laughs> swordfish. Use code, promo code swordfish, and you're gonna save twenty percent. Can we do? Can we change it right now to Ghost Rider? Only it's <laughs> like ride her. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, we can't because that's really hard. Swordfish. I guess. All right, swordfish. Swordfish is, is the code. You can save twenty percent. Uh, on so go to extremechange.com. Save twenty percent with coupon code swordfish, and uh, get to fucking. Guys, I want to talk about Marin. You know Marin? Yeah, Cheech we're Marin? Cheech. No, no, you dumb fucking asshole. Why don't you want to talk about Cheech Marin? I mean, we can, but that we're not going to get paid to do that. Oh, you want to do it like off show? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. We'll 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 you know we'll get back together after this show. We'll mm-hmm. pencil in some time to talk about Cheech. Do Marin. some Cheech speech. Some Cheech speeching. Uh, today we're talking about Marin. It's a new scripted comedy based on the life of podcast comedian. Podcast comedian? That works. Mark Marin. Uh, <laughs> there is an all-new episode this Friday at 10 p.m. on IFC. It's regular time on that particular network. Uh, in the the show is about Mark Marin, who does a podcast, which is very, very good. Only it's a fictionalized take on his life, including his relationships, his career, and his his incredibly popular podcast, which is WTF. It uh, takes a look at Mark's day-to-day struggles uh, to keep. His uh, relationships with people going, which is something I can certainly sympathize with. And it features Judd Hirsch uh, and Gina Gershon and Aubrey Plaza and Adam Scott, which my life does also. So that's another thing that we Mm -hmm. have in common. And on this week's episode, uh, Dennis Leary, Sally Kellerman, and Josh Brenner guest star. So make sure you check it out. Fridays, 10 p.m. on IFC. It's Marin because a podcast needs pictures videos on it to show you 
It's this, a really weird slogan for the show. It's not very, <laughs> I'm trying it's, to read the whole thing. There's all these ellipses built it, into it. Send it back to the... There's ad. a parentheses and a bracket here. There's just a set of brackets around the set of parentheses. I don't like know how to read that. mathematical order of operations. Uh, Claire and Ben have a special message from Mary Natkin. Uh, they say, Happy Mother's Day, Mambo. You are the smartest, funniest, coolest mom ever. We know you have to spend all Mother's Day at graduation because you are a law professor like a boss. So we wanted to say we love you early. We love you a million. We love you times a million, and we can't wait to see you this summer. XOXO, Claire and Ben. P.S. Hey, Big Wave Dave. We love you too. Oh, <laughs> now, sorry, Big Wave Dave was my favorite Meet the Needles character. I think, I think it's supposed to be Big Wave Dave, not Big Wave Dave. There's a now. Okay, I do feel. I'm assuming a second check is coming for this greeting we've just given to Big Wave Dave. I, I really, he got tacked on here at the end. And I also want to think that you've written this to your mother and also a local radio DJ you really like. Hey, tune in 98.4. Catch the Big Dave Wave. <laughs> it's the Big Wave Dave, not the Big Dave Wave. We've got the Big Dave Wave that you crave here on 99.12. Catch it, <laughs> big I just want to say happy anniversary to my lovely wife, Darlene, and also just wanted to say what's up to Cheater and the Scooch. Hope you guys are listening. <laughs> Love your stuff. Hello, I'm Judge John Hodgman. And I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. Can you force your girlfriend to listen to heavy metal music? Is a machine gun a robot? Is it okay to take coupons out of the garbage if you're Canadian? What should you do if your parrot attacks your husband? Can you prove that Crank 2 is a good movie? Only one man can decide. Judge John Hodgman. If you have a case for the judge's court, visit MaximumFun.org slash J.J. Ho. If you just want to listen in, find us on the web or free in iTunes. Um, do you guys want Yahoo? Please. Yes. Uh, this Yahoo is sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? I knew I knew it wasn't going to go down the right way. Thank you, Ira Ray. It's by Yahoo Answers user Ben19999, who asks, What is a normal day for your testicles? <laughs> I don't know what Goodbye, is, honey. I'm off to work. <laughs> I don't know what is normal or not, and I don't have the balls to ask my doctor. Uh. But my testicles swell and shrink back all day long. Sometimes it feels puffed out and hard like a hacky sack ball. Other times, it's like a loose change purse. Has been like this my whole life, and I never knew it was normal or not, or what is normal. Asking the internet, asking the internet about your shrivel balls, that's not normal. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give you that one for free. Ben, 1999, you've come to the right place. Have you? Can, we talk, can we talk about this in a, a purely clinical sense? So that we okay, can I mean, get... Do you, I, so we There's don't totally duck to out this. the remainder of our audience? There's a real answer to this. Okay. There is. There's a the real scrotum, sign. The scrotum is the body's thermostat. It's an amazing, it's an amazing invention. I'm glad somebody invented the scrotum. Because we would have been in a real a real. God bursts that. into the other guy's room and just like, I figured it out, Dave. <laughs> I cracked it. Hey, God, I hate to bother you because I know you're busy. My balls suck right now. <laughs> can you, can you, can you? Can you maybe tweak the schematic a little bit? Maybe Let me get see a, what I can do, Dave. Maybe get a little temperature control up in here. I don't. I don't want to. Like, I'm. Thank you for the life and the love and the good times and the livestock. 
They're just hanging. But they're just hanging there, and they, they are just freely affected by temperature and changes. Barometric. It all is bad. But then he turned the scrotum. The scrotum's sort of like an overprotective mom. At the slightest mm-hmm. sense of danger, she's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Hold on, wait. It's a little chilly. Let me bundle you. Mm-hmm. Let me hold you close. Come here. Come here. Let me just get you. We got dinner's ready in the pubis. You know, people didn't have scrotums when we were first made. God didn't actually invent scrotums until the year seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the year seven, God <laughs> yeah. invented He looked down upon his creation and said, this will not do. <laughs> <laughs> I have... I have re- I'm gonna retcon this so no one ever knows. Mm-hmm. But uh, I oh all God. that stuff all that stuff in the Bible about the scrotumless days. I need you to I need you to get out the the whiteout. <laughs> strike that. Please strike, strike that. that. Strike that. That was actually there's actually three time periods. There's A.D. There's B.C. and then there's B.S. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that God? Okay, so God's omnipotent, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think that God has the ability to like? Yes. Maybe God does make mistakes, but after he does them, he's like, ah, ah, me, damn it. I got to go back and uh, make a make the scrotums. And But he, like, retcons, right? So sure. he goes back to Adam and Eve, and he's like, listen, I'm going to have to set this up for hey, you let me right see your now. Stu- let me see your stuff real quick. Just let for a second. Let me just get a leaf and turn it Bazap. into a – okay. Check it Good. out. You're set. I'm going to go back to the present and see how this has affected things. Because I bet it's like a really big change. Um, you seem a lot more active now that there's a protection <laughs> around this. People, people don't just sit in corners with their hands cupping their testicles. <laughs> Which I imagine is a lot like the Ood from, uh, from Dr. Hare. God. That's what we were before Scrotum. Um, it, this guy has phrased this question in an extremely unorthodox manner. <laughs> Meaning on Yahoo Answers? Well, yes, but also, what is a normal day? Like, asking what a normal day is implies that there are diaries involved. Well, you don't want to ask your doctor about, like, what's it supposed to be like on the worst day of your scrotum's life? <laughs> I guess that's true, Travis. What's a great day for you? <laughs> <laughs> what's, like, the best day for the scrotum? For me, well, there was this one day where I just like sat around in the hot tub all day and really just kept my legs spread really wide open and didn't do anything. <laughs> for me, in middle school, a great day for my testicles was not being barraged upon them. There, there was a a I'll call it a trend. It was a it was a trending <laughs> hashtag at my middle school for uh, young women uh, to just kick the boys as hard as they possibly could in the balls. As with as much force as the and I mean women develop earlier than men so their kick strength is like magnitudes yeah. stronger than ours uh, and so bad was this so bad was this uh, this trend that they had to make like a loudspeaker announcement saying like hey everyone <laughs> please be can <laughs> you stop fucking kicking them in the balls as hard as you possibly can middle school when man. people talk about privilege uh. I- I, that's one of the things they forget, you know. Oh yeah. Like, there's a there. What about your privilege? Maybe check your privilege, teenage girls, and stop kicking uh, men in the balls. Maybe sure. do that, and we can maybe start building some bridges here. Right. Help! Whenever someone talks about something embarrassing with me, I turn bright red. I'm learning this at age 
23 after spending years trying to develop a poker face is there a uh, a way to stop this huge change alternatively is this a skill i can use to my advantage and that's from um uh they've used the uh they've used the uh hexadecimal code for red here i believe i'm not uh. a computer programmer but uh oh wait so are you are you asking how to stop being embarrassed or how to stop physically showing it? Like, I don't think they want to turn red. Like, I think that they are, it's like the poker face. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want to be red when they're embarrassed because they want to try to lie and say that they're not embarrassed. You know, it's an affectation no one uses. What? Everybody has like top hats or like, you know, bolo Everybody has like, those? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody what has about? a bolo tie, you're saying? What about a neutral mask? I don't know what that means. A neutral mask? It's like the plain white mask that has no facial expression. Oh, that's a, oh, that a murderer would wear. You <laughs> yeah, like a terrifying, scary mask. Okay. Well, I are can you think of Travis a somehow telling me that whatever uh, 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 social issues this person uh-huh. aims to fix by not having their face turn bright red could somehow be ameliorated in any way? By wearing a murderer mask. Is that well, what okay, you're telling so what me? Is, okay, so picture this World Poker Tour champion. That's right, you got not Gus Hansen over here. Not not, absolutely not allowed. Over here. I cannot you're, even allow you, you can't this wear, theoretical diversion. You can't what? wear reflective sunglasses, but you can wear full-face murder masks. I feel like it's a really good ploy because, like, well, I'm going to lay this hand down so they don't kill me later. Yeah, I bet a dollar everybody folds. <laughs> Please don't fucking stab <laughs> us to death. I bet one dollar and this knife. Just gonna put it up here. Gonna put it over my cards. <laughs> I have a pair of knives. Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> That's actually the plot of Rounders too. Matt Damon. <laughs> Just one time. I, I have a Johnny st- Chew. I've got I had a, a mask. I've got a straight edge knife that you are now being killed with by me. Stab, 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 The poker, poker. <laughs> you would have to kill. I feel like you would, to cement that, I feel like you would have to kill one person at a poker table. And then mm-hmm. after that... Well, yeah, you... Justin, you're not murdering hands. You're not You're not murdering sweet pot gits. You know what I mean? That's what they call it when you win a pot in poker. <laughs> sweet pot gits? Uh-huh. Like you win one, and then that guy who wears his glasses upside down is like, oh, sweet uh-huh. pot git. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like all sane people, my favorite poker player is Devilfish. Oh, uh, man. And he said that he got that name by playing against the, the triad gangs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they called him the Devil Fish. And I am just now, at 32 years old, here on this Sunday morning, realizing that that story was probably bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it did not occur to me until this exact moment, thinking about Devil Fish, that he probably did not get that name from uh, triad gangs. He probably just got it from his Uncle Danny or something. Hard pill to swallow, I guess. Yeah, but in reality, I have no idea why you turn red. What Sorry. are we? What are we fucking scientists here? Yeah, I don't know. Science bros, get really tan, leather yourself up, and no Go one will ever full see it. Tan you. mom. That's a suggestion God, that you can make. It's the worst suggestion. Maybe go in blackface. Okay, that will. That won't be okay. The red thing won't be a problem anymore. So you'll have that going for. Look, we fixed your problem. Like some sort of demented genie, we've corrected, (laughs) corrected your problem. But at what cost? You know what? Whatever you wish for. (laughs) Forever blackface. 
You could probably get rid of a lot of social problems with blackface. I mean, really? I don't know how to talk to strangers. Well, blackface will fix that. Blackface should fix it, yeah. They're gonna know just what to say to you. Hey, fuck you! What are you doing with that makeup, you piece of shit? Oh, they talk to me. Thanks, brothers. <laughs> Thanks, guys. If I ask this girl out too soon, will she think it's weird? Well, no, she'll think it's weird because you're in blackface. And there's your opener. <laughs> hi, I can't help but notice you saw... Hi, I can't help but notice that my face is super racist. You want to have a drink? Can I get you something? I live in a small college town. I'm 31 years old. When I drive to my house, which is close to the college campus, I see some very beautiful girls walking on the sidewalks. What? if any, is the appropriate method of stopping to talk to the girls. Oh, my God. I've attempted the classy, could you give me directions to your heart? Not Doesn't classy. seem to work. So, Mabim Bam, any advice would be appreciated. That's from Pickup Policy in Pennsylvania. Dude! Can they just go to class? Can you just let them learn? Can you just let them go and break the glass ceiling and learn and become the future business leaders of America without you fucking wolf whistling out your Camaro. Please. Please. If you want to meet college girls, I have a suggestion. Excuse me. Pardon me. Sorry. College women. I have a suggestion for you. Go to college. Go to college. It's the only... Man, this question bums me out. There is no... Can either of you brainstorm right now? And give me a situation where somebody yelling at you from their car may either stranger danger or a trusted associate is a good thing. Because even when I'm like driving and I see a friend in their car and they roll down their window to talk to me, all I can think about is when that light turns green, I hope we're at a, a, a organic stopping point in the conversation because I'm just going to speed off. Is there any situation where it's okay? No, there's no. Not. I can't, I, like I can't even come up with a joke answer. Please don't ever do that. If people, you drive past someone and you hear someone yell at you, yeah. as they're driving past, it does not matter what they say. Yeah, right. That exp all of a sudden you are in the most unpleasant experience. Let's like, air out. Let's air out our dirty laundry. Okay, we used to do this a lot. <laughs> okay, go on. We used definitely. to live next to a park where that had a big walking path right next to the road. So we would yell at people as we drove by when we were high school, college age. Right. But we would yell compliments at them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, hey, cool jeans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a smart top. Is the Nothing things sexually charged. We Nothing sexually charged. That, nope, not, that was not our steed. No, no. It's not like that. Like, yell things like, you're making great time. Yeah. Yeah. This is your best lap ever. Keep things it healthy. Like but we um, knew and, that, and still the facial reactions still, from these people were it. like you yelled nice cans yeah. you know it's always like what fuck you fuck because you. people just uh, they're gonna react that way because you're yelling at them you're you yelling can't. at them and you're in a car it's like they're everybody's worst nightmare a sentient car <laughs> <laughs> I also would say I would rather have someone yell at me as they drive by than like pull up to the curb and slide to a stop and roll right, down the so window that's, to talk to me that's a that's a, a horse of a different color Entirely, and I can't. It's never happened to me, obviously. 
No. Every 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 muscle and bone in your body is devoted to sending the the visual signal that you were unapproachable. <laughs> right. Even when Griffin wears his sweet short shorts, no one's even, ever pulled up to the side of the room. Right. Even when I'm wearing my champion pants, nobody pulls up. <laughs> There's never been a crossroads esque scenario that has unfolded organically to me. Nobody's even asked for directions because I always look lost. I always have my phone up. People just assume I'm Google mapping wherever I am. Um, it's not happened to me. So, but I don't want the whole podcast to become about that. I've lived a good life, full life. <laughs> I regret nothing. I regret absolutely nothing. But I like if I was if the shoes were reversed. The problem would be super uncomfortable. (laughs) My feet would be poking out the back. Shoes are designed to go on a very specific way. But don't (laughs) hit on women outside of cars. You can't. Relationships are not available through drive-thru. This is the exact same. uh, You know what this reminds me? It's like the same thing with the bank teller question, right? Can I hit on uh, women who are working at the bank as I drive through? And the answer is no. Like... You cannot pick up anybody. You can't ask someone out on a date if you have, like, an immediate, convenient means of egress. Like, that's cheating. Yeah. And everybody knows it. It's also symbolically, like, symbolism there is very scary. Because it's saying, like, get in, I'm going to take you away. It's really frightening. Like, it's a very intimidating position to try to be coming from. It's terrible. Um, Especially ugh. in this day and age, because in every movie or like LA Law, you know, Law and Order TV show, sure. someone pulling up in a car and going, "Hey, exactly." Come over here. That's exactly. Ah. So Buffalo Bill kind of fucking poisoned the well here for the rest of us. Because I bet, unless you, you know their code word, ours was Ducktales. Oh well, now that you fucking told everybody what our kid code word was, oh, damn it, that was Sorry. our code word. If if our parents sent someone to pick us up they had to give us a specific code word which i, I am revealing this now uh, i think we're safe i think we're out of the woods they give us a specific code i'm word. gonna be honest with you guys if someone rolled up right now and was like hey your dad sent me to pick you up ducktales i'd be like okay here i go man no our parents really went to the cryptographer with that one <laughs> ducktales capital capital d and the l is a one. Oh, you got it perfect Perfect. Swordfish. Unhackable. <laughs> yeah, let's get in. What did you say your name was? I don't think my dad knows anybody with that kind of mustache, but you said DuckTales, so let's fucking roll. Let's party. You either know my dad or you know all about DuckTales. Either way, we are hanging. You know, what I love is our parents set that up, and then we walked home from school every day. Mm-hmm. So it was like you created a barrier, and then you left the gate open. What I'm saying is Good that if you, are a, if you are a child predator in the 90s, and you know that you have to hack that password. <laughs> it's got to be like you get you're walking home and you pull up and you're like, and hey, team and no. ice Duck cream, tails, got tails, it too. tailspin, Muppets, Muppet babies, Ducktales, yes, bike mine from Mars, yes, 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 yes. I would get into an unmarked van in Venezuela if the person opened the door and said Ducktales to me. Senor, senor, senor. Ducktales. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, sure, no problem. <laughs> Are you going to chop my head off and whoa, you did. <laughs> what? Life really is like a hurricane. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is that something that everybody had? With I stranger, don't know. It stranger was definitely passwords? like a suggestion. Our parents did it. I think that came from like Gruff McGruff, whatever his name was. Our parents <laughs> Gruff did Gruff McGruff, the crime. <laughs> Gruff McGruff, the crime wolf. <laughs> 
Take a chomp out of crime. Bite a criminal, literally. In West Virginia, we couldn't afford MacArthur crime. <laughs> so we got Grumman Grumman. The, the illegal hey, wolf. I'm I'm Dale the Justice Bobcat. <laughs> don't don't be a pussy. Fight crime. <laughs> That's my slogan. Get in the car, coward. Not riding home with a stranger is just admitting your weakness. Why don't you start hitting the gym? Blast your delts and maybe you can take down attackers. That candy does look pretty good. <laughs> what, don't you like candy? I'm going to come at you now. I'm going to come at you now and I need you to flip me. Like you flip you an attacker. Think there was what, do, you, do you guys think there was one kid throughout history that A, did go for the candy, got the candy, and escaped? <laughs> it, what I'm saying to you is maybe instead of a f- always terrible idea to get to go with strangers with candy, maybe it's just a really risky one that you really have to be able to follow through on. Like, what are the house odds? There, you yes. know what I mean? It doesn't, there is no candy sweeter. Than the candy that you snag out of that bear trap. You, know you gotta I mean? do that like uh, that training montage, take the pebble from my hand kind of thing. Exactly. You go, like, and you got the candy and you're out. I think our parent. I think we can all agree that our parents did a bang up job in every respect of of child raising. They they succeeded, but I do question the fact that they even had an addendum to the sentence: "Don't get in a car with a stranger, <laughs> unless." unless uh, this has been My Brother, My Brother, Me. It's an advice show for the modern era. Uh, we sure hope you enjoyed it and had as much fun as we did. Because uh, we do. We enjoy doing this program for you week in and week out. Uh, hey, if you want to share our show with somebody, we have, super exciting, a brand new, brand new sampler. Sampler 2013. Uh, it is available at bit.ly forward slash mabimbam2013. Uh, thousands have already uh, watched this this sampler and they have enjoyed it against their their uh, their better judgment and um, and remember it's not just for you to enjoy because you're already listening to the episode it's for you to pass around and share with your friends it's, so you know if you're sitting there waiting for something to happen be like oh check out this uh, YouTube video if you're sitting there waiting for something to, uh, <laughs> I, I want to come on in general sucks. So fucking bored. So go go there and do me a favor and just le- it's got this. Whoa, ninjas! <laughs> and then ninjas. ninjas this one's much better because it's got time codes that let you skip to specific bits. It's got uh, notation annotations that say when each bit is from, like what episode each one's from, uh, and it's great. So bit.ly forward slash mabimbam2013. We'll be sure to thank some people on the show that uh, that have shared that, and thanks to those who have already. Uh, been been spreading the word this week, like Blue Nicole, uh, Nick Montesanto. He's a new new uh, Nick Montesano. He's a new new listener. Tyler Matheson, Alexander Franzen, Garrett Brown, Naven Reddy, uh, Yara Bendor, Master Mary B, Danny Rose Cannon, Peter Williams, Alex Drum, Robert David, um, Dime Store Films. I also want to make sure you guys remember to check out uh, the new episode of Marin this Friday at 10 o'clock on IFC. Uh, it's got special guest stars Dennis Leary, Sally Kellerman, and Josh Brenner. Make sure you check it out. It's hilarious, and you're going to love it. So IFC, 10 o'clock, 9 central, uh, Fridays. Be there. Or be square. To be fair. Or be cube. 
You don't want to be, be fucked orb. up by Cube, do you? Um, Cube Miss Marin. I know. Yes, Cube did Miss Marin. Cube forgot to set DVR. Yeah, I know Cube. Now neither one of us gets to watch Marin. Uh, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, which is on the album Putting the Days to Bed, which you can find on on digital retailers like Amazon, iTunes. Um, now That's What I Call Music 15. <laughs> now That's What I Call Music 15 was fucking hip. I don't know if you guys listened to it, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of alt rock on there that uh, the kids just can't get enough of. <clears throat> Paramore. So, uh, at- what? Paramore, Paramore, <laughs> Paramore's on there. Paramore's it's on there. Great, the yeah, it's a great CD. Uh, that new Fallout Boy track. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, uh, thanks so much for joining us, guys. Seriously, Griffin, do you have any more questions like lying around? Maybe one more. Let me just could... rummage through my my sack. Yeah, uh, this one was sent in by Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user Josh, who asks, "Where does the fire go when the fire goes out?" <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.